This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 587, Challenging Three Keys Strategies and Our Response. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we respond to a negative comment about our strategy of using fake research in your writing. Find out what the scoring system really says about this. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Jessica, what's going on in Portland today? <gasps> today, uh, today's just a super busy work day. Mondays and yeah. Tuesdays are the hardcore sort of work days, mm-hmm. but... Sunday, James and I did the Sunday Parkways, that like five-hour bike event. It was so amazing. (laughs) That's so fun. That's so fun. It's good to get out. Get out on your bike. It was lovely. It was like high 80s, you know, and there were like people on the route. So it's a seven-mile bike route that connects five different city parks. And at every park, there's an event. Like there were these aerial performers at one park. We ate lunch at another park and listened to like a choir sing. It was incredible. And then on the route, like because it was so hot, people, just neighbors were on their front lawns just like with their hoses just asking people if they wanted water because it was so hot. So they would just spray us down as we drove by. And like there was a dad out there with his kid with these big water guns. And so they would ask, they're like, do you want water? We're like, yeah. And then they would like shoot water at us. It was so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. That's great. That's so fun. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. So we, you know, let's get, let's get into to it. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of fired up about a comment that we had. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. We got a comment on our blog a few weeks ago. And, you know, we're very outspoken with our IELTS advice and knowledge. And every once in a while, inevitably, we're going to get someone who, who disagrees or sure. who maybe is is misled or is not, is not really truly understanding what we're saying, right, in our advice. So we're going to point yes. that out today. Yeah, I like that you used the adjective outspoken because the I I like this strength in our message because we can back it up. Yes. Right? Like we have the knowledge of the exam to back it up and the statistics of students using our strategies 
to also back it up. So that's why we can be outspoken. That's why we can say we guarantee our course increases your score. It's doubly guaranteed. Like we wouldn't have this confidence in our system and strategies unless they were proven. (laughs) Exactly. And we've seen it. Student after student after student is getting onto their life vision, right? Moving to Australia, Canada, we're seeing it happening. So this has built the confidence over the last three years. So, you know, we are ready to entertain, you know, when we get comments like this, we want to share it with you guys to make sure you guys get on the right track. We are open to all comments, you guys, for sure. We love discussion, right? We love connection to anyone that wants to comment, even if it might be a disagreement. We are open, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. We, we are not afraid of any comments. And just before we get to this, so this is about one of our writing strategies, you guys. I just want to mention real fast that I got an update email from Ryoki, um, mm. and he is now, I, I'm sure I'll link to the episode here. He was on, guys, but he got amazing IELTS scores using our system, and he just finished his first semester in Australia. Yeah. Um, getting his master's. And so he sent me an update email and he thanked me for the, the, uh, the strategies in our writing section because he is still using all of those in his classes for his master's degree in Australia. And you know what? He was like one of the highest performing students, non-native speaker, Japanese guy, right? He got like four high distinction grades That's and amazing. nobody else in his class got this. And he even had a personal, e- a personal email from a professor that told him how amazing his writing was. So he sent Whoa. he sent me an email. I was like, this is because of three keys. I learned these skills. I come back to these fundamentals even now. So I just want to say that like, <laughs> I that's amazing. I was so excited to hear from him. That is so cool. That is so cool. So it's not just helping people succeed to pass IELTS. It's also adding to that core group of skills that we want to have when we go into these programs. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. Okay, so without further ado, let's let's get into it. We're going to take this step by step, guys. So this comment is made of like three short paragraphs. And we're just going to, you know, just take it as we go, right? Address address each one. All right. Okay, so first, what was he responding to exactly? So there was a video he responded. This this commenter was responding to a post where there was a video and what exactly were we saying in the video? So because that would build the context, right? So we know what what we're saying here. Yeah, for sure. So this was um, a YouTube video that we did on our channel a while ago, and it's about how to use fake research in IELTS writing task two. Now, listeners, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that we we talk about this sometimes, that this is a possibility, right? This is one way to include something specific in your writing. So it's about that video, and there's an example, how to include it in your body paragraph, how to structure, the sentences, right? For like that good grammar structure, that complex structure. So yeah, so that's the one he's he's uh, commenting on. Okay. All right, good. So now we have that context. So should we just go ahead and read the comment then from this? This person's name is Kevin. Just throw that out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. op- openly added his name to the blog. So let's go ahead and should I read it, Jessica? Yeah, go ahead. Let's 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 tackle that first paragraph. <laughs> okay, so Kevin says this is ridiculous. I worked as an IELTS examiner and the IELTS examiner training, I was a trainer for nearly a decade of IELTS examiners and you're giving bad advice. It might not hurt your score, but it certainly won't help. Examiners laugh when they read these statistics because they're so obviously fake. 
Okay, mm. so I love it. Um, yeah, so nobody says there it might not hurt your score. It doesn't hurt your score. That I mean, the fact is, if you look at the descriptors, there's nothing in there about made-up ideas, right? Mm. Absolutely nothing in there about made-up ideas. And he knows this. That's why he <laughs> says it won't hurt your score because it has nothing to do with your score. And then he says examiners laugh when they read these statistics. Fine. Again, that ha- like okay. Again, that has nothing to do with your score. And it's not just like I'm telling I'm teaching students to make up some like fantastical information. No. I work closely with students in our course in the personal coach classes on how to do this so it does score well. Because the thing is, it has to be believable, it has to be logical, and it has to be possible in the real world. The fake research, the quote-unquote fake research, has to check all of those boxes in order to still hit those seven or higher scores, Mm. right? So it's Mm -hmm. not – I'm not just like, you can say anything and make up whatever. Like, of course not. That's – I wouldn't tell you guys anything unless it would get you a seven or higher. Yeah, so it sounds like this person is responding just to the the word fake rather than this strategy, which is, you know, very similar right. to real, but just kind of making it seem real that will will not lower your score. It's like, well, let's keep going. Should we keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. We have more to say, but yeah, let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So finally, when you say that there is nothing in the band descriptors about this, you're showing your ignorance. An appropriate format is used in, T, uh, in TR could relate to this in that IELTS essays are not research papers. They're based on the candidate's ideas and experiences. And using these types of examples without a bibliography could be considered an inappropriate format. Unlikely, but possible. okay so notice again like he he says it again right (laughs) that it's not in the band descriptors (laughs) so this okay so he's talking about the task response category Mm -hmm. and in order to get a good score there you have to use an appropriate format so um the there's more information besides just the band descriptors right so an appropriate format guys That means that you're using four paragraphs, that you're not using bullet points, that you're not using um, like numbered lists, okay? That is an inappropriate format. Inappropriate format is Mm. like a physically how it's organized. So that's just saying you're using paragraphs and you're not using bullet points and numbered lists, okay? That's Mm. what what the format is. That's what he's talking about. And he knows that. (laughs) That's why he says that Mm. it could be considered an appropriate format. Guys, there's no like interpretation of this, okay? IELTS works so hard to make sure that the examiners are sticking to the letter-by-letter definition of these band scores. We cannot say, well, I think it's weird, so I'm going to score it poorly. There's no room for that on IELTS. They work so hard to make sure that examiners are taking the subjectivity out of it, right? Mm. By clearly defining every point on there. And he knows that. That's why he says, unlikely, but possible. (laughs) No, it's not possible. There's no, like, gray area there. And it's funny because he actually, like, he defines it and he knows it. He's just... He's showing this like personal reaction to something that maybe he doesn't like for whatever reason, but he's backing it up by saying, but I mean, it won't hurt your score. (laughs) 
Right. I'm and, just and, saying. <laughs> yeah. And guys, all you guys care about is your score. It doesn't matter if the examiner gets up and freaks out when they read your essay. If they still give you a good score, you're fine. <laughs> that's the point. The score is the end game. And that's what we have to focus on. And if we look at the spirit of this strategy, the spirit of this strategy is to encourage students to include very specific information, which mm-hmm. is in black and white on the the descriptors, you need specific support. You need to extend those main ideas or you cannot get a seven or higher for task response. It's impossible. So that's why this is one of our strategies. Now, let me also add that we recently updated our course and I and I went through the writing module and and made a made a few little updates there according to as the exam stands now. And and I've made it clearer that fake research is plan C. Mm. Plan A, plan B, what you want to include, what you want to try and think of is examples from your own personal experience. Now, mm-hmm. when we can't do that, we need to include something specific. So the way we go about that, the examples that I show are based in real life. Like mm. one of the examples I show in the course is um, saying like a percentage of Facebook friends that you could call in an emergency or, you know, it's not very high, something like that. And that that's based on a real story I heard on NPR last year. Sure, I don't remember the exact numbers. I made those up. But the thing is, like, it's based on something real that I heard. And <laughs> yeah. it's totally believable when you read it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right. I mean, this is where IELTS does differ from an actual essay that you would write in college, right? This particular strategy, I'm sure that Ryoki didn't necessarily use, right? You wouldn't do this in university, making up a fake statistic, right? right? But on the exam, you again, we've talked about this before, you don't have access to the internet to look up those stats, right? So as long as it's believable, and it is plan C, it's better than leaving your essay general or worse, blank, Right? Exactly. It's all about the score, you guys. It's all about the score. And I don't know, that first, the the first comment he made, how like examiners will laugh. That's fantastic. I think eliciting <laughs> reactions from examiners, that's, you're standing out. You're like, this person is thinking yeah. outside of the box. This person is not staying general. This person is trying really hard to offer me specific support, which again, fulfills that requirement for a seven or higher. (laughs) So they might be (laughs) laughing, but at the same time, they're giving you your seven, your eight, whatever it is, right? (laughs) They're giving you a good score and that's all that we care about. So yeah, it's good to not be like every other student. We talk about that a lot when it comes to the speaking test. Totally. Exactly, guys. You want to stand out. You want to show your personal 
way, your personal style of communication. And that comes through in speaking more easily, but it does come through in writing as well. I've had some students and personal coach that absolutely love this strategy and I have to talk them down. I'm like, you can't do this so often in your essay. I know it's great because for some people, this is like the funnest, easiest sort of support to think of. And that's great, right? That's going to come through in their writing because like, it's going to be a really strong example and and the vocab is great because they're enjoying writing it. And then yeah. and the brainstorm is fast. And and those students have come back to us with good writing scores, right? Jessica, exactly. I mean, that's the point. Like, this is not just our ideas, our opinions. This, this is actual evidence where these particular students have worked with you, have followed our strategies, this particular strategy, and have gone out and come back and shown us their score reports. Exactly, exactly. We're seeing 7.5s, 8s, 8.5 in writing. And they've they've been through our system. These are the people that are using the strategies. So, yeah. okay, I think this I think the last paragraph really sort of um succinctly gets across what okay. we're trying to say here. Do you want to read that? Sure. Here we go. So Kevin says, bottom line, while it's unlikely to have a really negative effect on your score, <laughs> these tricks don't help and are viewed by most examiners as a lazy way to support your position. Well, the first part That's of that funny. sentence is all that I care about. <laughs> right, exactly. He says, you guys, this is, he's repeating himself. He, he's like, it's unlikely to have a really negative effect on your score. Exactly. So yeah. why do you care so much about this, Kevin? It's not going to affect their score. <laughs> yeah. You're saying it yourself. You know this. You yeah. were an examiner, right? Yeah. Um, and then he says how, like, the these tricks don't help but how like he's not the thing is like he's not supporting this by linking it to the descriptors or the scoring system in any way right mm -hmm. like for all of our advice in three keys ielts for all of our strategies we tell you guys this is good because it's a seven for vocabulary it's an eight for task it's a right like everything mm -hmm. is directly linked to the scoring system yeah and his comments are not and he and he says that he's like it's unlikely to affect your score and here he says it's unlikely to have a negative effect on your score yeah nope, no exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is good though like i like getting this feedback from people especially people in the past who have who have worked as examiners because we can totally. see that our strategies do hold up they do work they hold up against the score system with the scoring system and it, the, the feedback, we appreciate it, but I'm glad that we were able to kind of bring this up today to show our listeners what really matters, right? When you're For getting sure. advice from a teacher or from anyone, focus on what's in the scoring system. Forget exactly. about everything else. And and focus on advice from someone who's a current IELTS professional as well, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think... I think if if this is sort of in your past, because he uses past simple, right, to introduce mm -hmm. this, because he's like, I, mm -hmm. I worked mm -hmm. as an examiner. So it's mm -hmm. in the past. I don't know when that was, but it right. was in the past. And IELTS has come a long way as far as mm -hmm. really trying to make all of the examiners and examiner trainers get like working hard to make sure everybody's getting the same advice and the same training. And guys, mm -hmm. I can tell you that it is updated. Like yeah. that's why examiners have to go through hardcore training like full days every two years because 
even Cambridge and IDP, even they change their ideas of what they expect candidates to do. So yeah. as IELTS expectations evolve, so does the examiner training and so yeah. does the way examiners grade your essays. I mean, mm. I've been doing IELTS for years and years and I could tell you that, yeah, it changes, you guys. Yeah. It changes all the time. We, we mm -hmm. constantly have to check ourselves and make sure that we're um, adhering to the current standard. So maybe what, I don't know, I have a feeling that maybe this was a while ago that he worked as that. And um, maybe personal feelings did play more of a part than they do today. I don't know. Because his reaction is, it's kind of personal, right? Like to like Seems laugh kind of at it or, yeah. and then he says, Ex examiners view it as a lazy way to support your position. I I find that hard to believe as well, because coming up with really good, believable fake research is hard for most people. Like I said, I've only like I've had a few students that really love it and find it easy to do mm -hmm. and they can do it well. But that's not everybody. For yeah. a lot of students, this is hard. Yeah, no, this is good. So, I mean, we want to say thank you to Kevin for giving us this pushback, this challenge, because it forces us to be better and better and provide this better for our for students, sure. for our listeners here. And guys, it comes down to the scoring system. Again, it's another reason why we just want to be careful what advice we follow online in the forums out there in the IELTS world, right? People who used to be examiners could be in the forums giving out potentially outdated advice, right? That could be the case. And we just want to watch out for that. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, totally. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for reading what we wrote and seeing that video and commenting. Yeah. And I love the interaction. And I, and we, we, like I said, we're very open to any comments because we liked, we like being checked. Right. Yeah. And we yeah. like being able to examine what we're doing and make sure that we're giving you guys the best advice. Right. Like going exactly. back to the scoring system, because I thought about it and I was like, is he talking about this? And I double checked, you know, <laughs> just to make sure right. um, what that appropriate format is. It, mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. definitely we're, we're open to all comments. So thank you, Kevin. Okay. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, come back and leave a comment on this blog post, right? IELTS.allersenglish.com. And this is episode 587. We'd like to know what you guys think. All right. Very definitely, cool. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Passion, okay, we're passion and today. ranting over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes down to the scoring system. That's the takeaway for you guys today. And we'll be back next week. Thanks, Jessica, for hanging out. Thanks, Lizzie. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.